0: Welcome back to Kicking With Cold Cakes. I got my dear friend, John Ema, in the building. How are you? I'm
1: good, man. I'm excited to be here.
0: Man. I can go all day making make an intro of your past. <laughs> Amazon, <laughs> Twitch, Legend, Facebook, man. Snapchat. We can go on now. I know you're working on a big project that we'll get into later today, but mm-hmm. how are you? How have things been?
1: Man, I'm good, man. It's been a really busy year so far. Mm-hmm. Being blessed. Uh, just being on my grind and such. So it's been good, man. That's dope.
2: I don't stop, man. For a lot of people that it don't doesn't. know, we
1: met back, I think,
0: 2019 with Mike Liu. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, CEO, founder of Triller.
1: Um, I don't know where we were, but. We went to, it was at a restaurant. It started with a V, remember? It was in the valley, somewhere on yeah, that somewhere yeah. in the valley, yeah. We met there, uh, and that was fun, and just like connecting with you and learning about your background and oh, what you're doing, and so it was, and from there, it was off to the races. Literally,
0: we've been kept in contact ever since. Yeah. When
1: I met you, were you with Snapchat at the time? Uh, was I with Snapchat? I think I was leaving Facebook. I was still at Facebook at okay. the time, yeah.
0: So yeah. a lot of people that don't know your journey, how'd you get started with tech? Um, yeah. well. How it, I wanna know the whole backstory.
1: Oh, yeah, I mean, it's a crazy story, man. I got into tech, it was just like this natural, like God gifted talent. Um, when I was like seven years old, my parents bought our first household computer. And I remember seeing it and I was like, wow, this thing is like, just so awesome. And so I did like what any kid would do is I basically took the whole thing apart. Now, back then, when computers, they you know, used to come in like beige colors, Pentium 2 processor. I don't want to get all to like the nerdy details. <laughs> <laughs> These things cost like thousands and thousands of dollars. And so, my parents had just bought it, me taking it apart, they're pretty pissed off about it. Right. And they're like, if you don't put this back together, you're going to get a spanking.
3: Mm-hmm. And so,
1: I'm like desperate because nobody wants a spanking. And so, it was probably like out where it's into it. And I basically put the thing back together. And like my parents were shocked, but because they didn't have a tech background, they didn't really understand what that meant. Mm. Um, and so the next day, my dad took me to the store. It's like Disneyland for nerds. It's called Fry's Electronics. They're not around anymore. I remember that store yeah. though. It
2: had the red sign. Yeah. yeah. I remember <laughs> yeah. I remember Fry's. That's crazy. <laughs> I Roger got a tech background. I remember so, that store though.
1: That's no, great. he took me there and bought all the computer parts, you know, motherboard, processor, et cetera, and asked me to put it together and I did. so my parents from there were just like hey like there's something here but we don't understand tech but let's embrace it and so um after seven after i was like seven and put that computer together everything i learned was Mm self-taught and so you know from jumping from like seven to 14 it was like teaching myself how to hack um teaching myself how to program code um at the time 99% 99% of my friends were online, which if you say that now, nobody cares. But back then, that was like some nerdy mm-hmm. stuff to say. Yeah, you know, he's yeah, right. like, all your friends are online. It's yeah. like, yeah. And so, um, was doing that for a while. Um, when I was uh, 14, going on to 15, I started my first startup. It was a rendering company. I ended up having like a private sale with a big corporation that. At I the can't age of 17? Yeah. Oh, no. This is at the age of 15. Oh, wow. You sold your <laughs> first company. How so did that so work? You sold your a your first company work? at the age of fifteen. Yeah, yeah. Wow. wow. How did that work? At fifteen. Uh, like, how did that whole process go? It was crazy. Well, Jeez. so what happened was, um, at the time, I was probably having, in terms of how many people using it, mm-hmm. maybe close to like eight hundred people using it a day. And you know they had to pay a fee, and so mm-hmm. you know it ranged from anywhere between like a hundred bucks to like a thousand dollars, depending on like what they were actually doing. Because mm-hmm. it's not cheap on our side for like the end. And so um, wow. I got an email from That's a lawyer scary. that reached out and wanted to talk to me, and so I immediately got scared. I'm mm-hmm. like, well, lawyer, like maybe I'm being sued for using something. And they're like, you know, we just want to learn more about your business, etc. Um, and then they had someone else join the call that was on the business side, and they're just like really like what you've done they didn't know that i was 15. Mm. and so they're like you know we love to look into ways to potentially acquire you and i actually didn't at that time knew like know what that meant Mm. you know what i mean and so once they started talking about like dollar figures and stuff i was like oh wow this is kind of cool (laughs) you were the oldest person on your team or what uh yeah no, the youngest person on my team. He was 15. Oh, yeah. Older, but
4: you, you were no. But you were collabing with. Were you collabing with other people who were older? Yeah. Than?
1: So the one thing is, a lot of my online friends that I had throughout the years, they didn't know my age because we never showed each other's face.
4: And that's the thing right. in the crypto in the NFT world. Like, remember they were all saying, like, you know, Suge and all them. they were saying that they they've known each other in this tech community, but nobody never, knew. Seen exactly. never, seen, yeah, mm-hmm. never seen each other. Exactly. Yeah, never seen each other. It's common
1: now, but back in the day, it wasn't. Yeah. So we had this community of people, and so I had all these people around the world that were sort of helping me out with this. It was a small team of like the seven people mm-hmm. that were working on this. And so um, my goal is I always wanted like to give back to my friends. And so the money to me, yes, I want to be successful, but I want to make sure that everyone else around me is yeah. successful too. Mm-hmm. And so instead of me taking the majority profit, I split it with everybody. Wow! Yeah. So I yeah. was yeah. like, hey, That's everybody switch, you know, we all win. You know I mean? yeah. And so that was the first one. And so after <laughs> wow, I God. sold that, Team, um, I just bro, turned team, 16, and at that time, mobile games were just like huge. And so there was a game at the time called Angry Birds. Oh, I don't with yeah, the slingshot yeah, 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 and yeah, And so I wanted to create my own concept that was using like nerds and bullies—the same concept where the nerds were attacking the bullies. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I was still in high school. Like my parents. Um, yeah. We're proud, but they didn't understand. My parents are foreigners. From, That's what I was saying. West, yeah, West African parents, like, yeah. what are they saying? Like, yeah. what are they- so they wanted me to be a doctor or a lawyer. They didn't mm, understand course. tech. And so, with all this success that I was happening, even to me, it didn't really feel like I was doing much because my parents didn't really get it. Like, they embraced me, they supported me, all that stuff. And so, with all this, after I sold the second company, my mom was like, that's great now, but you still got to go to school. Mm-hmm. And I didn't want to go to school. I was mm-hmm. like, I want to be an entrepreneur. But just to appease my parents, I was like, you know what? I'm going to go to school. So my freshman year in college. Where'd you uh, go? So I went to UT. UT. Yeah. So my freshman year in college, um, right before I started school, my mom had passed away from breast cancer. And I was oh, like extremely problem. depressed about it. But I was going to school to make her proud. While I was in my dorm room, it's probably like maybe like, month three or month four, and I was making a lot of money from fixing people's computers, anything they had, these call me the CPU man. Um, they had all these like uh, names for me and so forth. Um, and so Samsung actually came to my school because they had like a career day. Mm-hmm. And some, some students were telling them about me. And so they came to my dorm room and basically um, offered me a job wow. at the company. I'm like, hey, I just started school as a freshman. They're like, oh, it doesn't matter. You can still work for us. We'll help out with your school. And so I became like one of the youngest employees in the United States to work at Samsung wow, and help basically create today what is the Galaxy phone. Really? Yeah, so I worked on that. Yeah, that was you. Yeah. I, yeah. See, so. I see my face on this camera right now. <laughs> yeah. So I'm <right>. so <laughs> yeah. over here, quiet, dizzy, keep on going, It's inspirational. So I did that for a while, um, was working on that. I mean, it was cool even being at like the launch and watching people walk into like AT&T and grab their phone and be excited because we are competing against like the iPhone. At that time, there was a lot of brands that were having people be like an ambassador, be like the face of the brand. And so I became Samsung John. So I was doing commercials for Samsung,
3: Whoa. traveling
1: all the way, all around the world, going to celebrities' homes, showing them how to like use the Samsung device. That's how I also started to create my network mm. with people. And as you know, like your network is your network. Hundred percent. You know what I mean? Yeah, and so it was like crazy going to these people's houses. They would see like this young like black kid, and they're like, and I have all this knowledge and instantly they'd want to be my friend because mm. they'd never experienced that before.
3: Yeah.
1: So I was doing that for a while. Um, and then um, as I was traveling to San Jose, there was a company by the name of Take-Two Interactive that reached out to me and they're like, hey, we heard about what you've been doing at Samsung and like your reputation. We want you to come work for us. So I went to work there. And so Take-Two owns 2K and Rockstar. So I worked on GTA 5, NBA 2K, Borderlands, Bioshock, all these like nostalgia games that I wow. grew up playing and help take them to the next level. So did that, and then also helped create um, a show that's on NBA 2K called 2K TV. I don't know if you've ever yeah, seen yeah, the yeah, show. Yeah, we had the girl come. Yeah, yeah. so help-
0: Rachel, or no, was her name? Yeah, Rachel, yeah.
1: Yeah, so basically like help concept the show, build together the show, like the stage, how it was gonna work in the game, et cetera. So was doing that for a while. Um, one of my friends was starting a company um, that he reached out to me that he was a part of about people watching people play games and so when he told me the concept i was like "Nah, this doesn't really make sense like i'm you know things are going well here at take two etc and then um one of my nieces, we went to her birthday party and it was at Chuck E. Cheese. Um, Ooh, yeah. That's <laughs> my yeah. Chuck E. Cheese has the best Let's pizza, by the way. Everybody said that. <laughs> Can't go wrong with Everybody pizza. that Everybody said that. For sure. And so while I was there, there was like a group of kids gathered around this kid playing DDR. I don't know if you, it's like this. Um, dance Dance Revolution. Dance, yeah. yeah, yeah so yeah, like Jones the arrows right. you're hitting. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so immediately when I saw that, I was like, okay, this is what he's trying to create. And so the company's called Twitch. And so ended up, basically somewhere. joining Twitch, being an early employee and helping build you were a lot super of things. Early yeah, very, very early. Yeah, before we got acquired by Amazon for a billion dollars and so forth. So I did that for a while. That was like one of the most fun jobs I had. Like all the jobs I had was fun, but Twitch, when you first started working there, you'd have like your corporate com- computer where you do your work on. Then they also let you decide what you wanted to game on. Mm-hmm. So you're gaming at work. So I'm like, okay, I got the console here. I got the pc here yes. and like everybody there was a gamer at the time yeah. and so it was just it was just fun um and like that time we had a hard job because at the time youtube was the dominant platform mm-hmm. and so teaching all these companies to go live was like a stepping stone it for them. And, and they didn't get it and our metrics were different because when you talk about like video views it's all about views mm-hmm. with live streaming as you guys know you go live it's number actually, of viewers, yeah there's a number yeah. of people tuning in at the same One time, time. And so we had to like educate this new audience. So was doing that for a while and then um, Were you got, there
0: when it got acquired?
1: Yeah. Oh you yeah. were. So there I got acquired. So I left maybe about two years after we got acquired.
0: And Amazon acquired it for a billion?
1: Amazon acquired for a billion. And it was it was fun. Like Amazon was very, very hands off. They would like check in and send people to the HQ we would meet with. You know, they wanna make sure that they can get their in their investment back, mm-hmm. et cetera um so did that for a while and then um facebook reached out to me about joining wow and so i got to work on a lot of like cool things at facebook from like the facebook app instagram what oculus was your role there, uh, facebook? gaming it was like a combination of like strategy business development etc so i started off my career as an entrepreneur slash engineer yeah but i wanted to learn all aspects of it and so Every role that I've had throughout my career has been a little bit different, but mm-hmm. that's been intentional because I just wanted to like, be the expert at all these things, mm-hmm. selfishly. So I worked at a Facebook for a right while. Uh, I was there for like almost four years. Oh, four years. Yeah, Did you have any years. good relationships
0: with Mark Zuckerberg?
1: Um, so we used to meet with Mark, got to meet with Cheryl. Um, that was cool. My first interaction with Mark was we actually bounced into each other. We used to have these pockets that were like kitchens where you could go. It's like a yeah. micro kitchen. Mm-hmm. And he was there and I had on some shirt, I forgot what it was and he saw it. Oh, it was a civilization shirt. It's like, mm. it's one of his games that he played as a child. Yeah. He was like, oh, cool shirt. And then we just started talking there and like, mm. that was cool. And then from there we used to meet with him about like projects and stuff like that. Not so often, but he yeah. was like a very down to earth guy, cool. etc. One of my most embarrassing moments at, at Facebook was you could allow people to come there and give them tours of mm. like the facility. Cause everybody wants to go and see like the main campus, yeah. eat free food, all that stuff. And one of my friends, while you're there, you're not supposed to take pictures of Mark or anything like that. Uh. And so one of my friends, he's like an executive of like a very, very successful company. While we were walking, I was in front of him talking and he took a picture of Mark. And within seconds, we were like surrounded by people that were security. Mm. And I didn't even know what was going on. And so I look back at my friend and he's like, oh, sorry, man, like I kind of messed up. And they're like, we need to go on your phone and basically delete that picture of Mark and so So that was that. So did that for a while and then got reached out to by Snapchat. And so with Snapchat, I was like overseeing a lot of things from like fashion to entertainment to new business, doing strategy, um, just a whole bunch of other stuff. What was your role like Snapchat again? Global partnerships? Global partnerships and strategy, um, also working on like new products. At the time, Snapchat had a lot of challenges, you know, just like most of these social media uh, platforms is you want people to use the app e- every day. Mm-hmm. And so with like, you know, some of the competing platforms also doing similar things like Snapchat, you have to basically increase your offering. Mm. And so we introduced things like games and so forth into the app as a way to sort of differentiate ourselves, but then also get more people to use the app yeah. and such. So did that. And then now I'm currently working on this project. we raised about Close to $40 million, we're getting ready to announce what's wow. in the technology space. And then advise it for a lot of different things like NASA. Um, and <laughs> the list you're, goes you're on You're advising for NASA? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So,
2: wow. Uh, I feel like you just painted a movie for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that needs to be a movie. Your story needs to be a complete movement <laughs> your you journey. You know what's crazy <laughs> though,
4: man? I think the thing that stuck out the most is that I think it needs to be you and a whole bunch of other West African people who are in the tech space. That you have a you know you have a say you have influence, you guys need to get together like a conference or something. Get yeah. every single West African parent there from Nigeria like to God. Ghana, all them, sit them down and tell them, bro, like straight up. It's like a lot of them. The problem is that they have these kids that want to go do what you want to do, right? Do this, do that, but they're so, they're they're confined to just one, right. or two, right. Lawyer, doctor, lawyer, doctor. We talked about this on a lot of the last podcast. I think it's an issue though, because a lot of kids go through issues where they might have your mind, John, but they're scared. It's like- Oh, for sure. My parents are paying the 22K a year for uh, university of Texas, so I, I gotta go. No, I, I d- gotta do this, man. It's not what I wanna do. and then it's, I'm a victim of that. I'm a victim of somebody who parents say, you gotta do this, you gotta do that. And then you're there, I'm struggling, struggling, struggling. I'm going through all of this. At the end, I'm like, man, I don't wanna be a doctor. Now you just gotta, you know, so I think it would be good if, if you guys had like a message or you just doing a message and telling these people like, yo, y'all can do this too. Do what you clearly want to do because you're going to get the better
1: result out of doing what you clearly yeah. want to do. No, Seriously. I think what you're saying is well said. And, you know, a large part of what I do now is I travel around the world and speak at like schools and colleges, yeah. etc. cetera, to really get people like inspired, right? Yeah. Um, Cause one of the things I found is like when I entered in the corporate space or just working, I was so young, nobody looked like me. First yeah, of all, no I was like no the way. only black person like at the company, I was like this young kid as well. And so I always wonder like, why aren't there more people like me? I know there's more people out there in the world that think like me. And so when I started like working at Samsung, I instantly became a role mm-hmm. model overnight. I'd have kids reach out to me on LinkedIn or That's email or up. social media saying like, hey, how do I like do what you're doing. And so it really just prompted me to like start traveling around the world and speaking at schools to inspire people. One of the things I always say is aspire to inspire before you expire. And so like, that's what I live by is really influencing people, you know, for me, like money obviously is an object that you need to survive, but like making sure you can like help put on people and steal that knowledge and everyone's sort of successful is what I really like, you know, it just makes me more Um, I don't know, it just fulfills me as a person. So as far as the parents thing, I think what you're gonna see is a shift with that as you look at like Gen Z and millennials, because our mindset is very different and more open-minded. Our our parents, (laughs) that's all they knew, right? In fact, it's like most kids don't even know that you can be like a marketing manager at a tech company or product manager and make like a quarter of a million dollars with stock options because mm. they just don't have that, they don't knowledge, have that knowledge, you know. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. So
4: hey, hey. did you have that? Like were your
1: your uh, your parents did they go to school to here school here or in Nigeria? So um my mom got her doctorate here, so she okay. became a psychologist yeah. My dad went to school in Nigeria, but I think he went to some school here as well. Okay, yeah, yeah. So that makes,
4: you know, also that's a a make or break too as well sometimes, like it's a a really good game. Oh, for sure. For a lot of kids. For sure. For a lot of first generation kids whose parents, you know, didn't even go to school.
1: No, absolutely, yeah. yeah. And like for me, man, like I, don't get me wrong, like I support being a doctor or a lawyer. Yeah, like yeah not right. wrong right, with yeah, yeah. <laughs> that. Yeah. That is a great not, job. Like, no, it's not nothing wrong it's with me, me and Kenny, yeah. actually,
2: we graduated trying to be doctors, yeah, bro, Oh, no really? Wrong. Yeah, we were pre biology both of us. Oh, wow, that's crazy. I ended, oh, wow,
1: that's crazy. I ended up getting my
2: minor <laughs> in chemistry. Look what we doing now.
1: So there's nothing wrong with that. Did you she
2: was
4: gonna go down that path? Oh, he's pre-dental. He's pre-dental, yeah. So
0: Sometimes you gotta just choose It just was not for me. It wasn't for me. Like, I love to
1: help people, but just not in that way. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I just don't like dealing with like blood and cutting people up. Yeah. <laughs> and I, it just wasn't my thing, you know? Yeah,
2: yeah, let me go just fix the computer, man. Let me take yeah. it apart and put it together, dog. <laughs> I have a question, for, honestly, yeah. do you like remember how to take it apart or was yeah. it like a handbook or something?
1: So, like, everything that I learned throughout my entire career has always been self-taught, right? That's I've crazy, always been like dog. someone that um, just That's had this like judge. thirst for knowledge. So I would go on like YouTube or just like read books, et cetera, and so, for me taking apart computers became something that was natural for me so i At first seven? started that's yeah. natural that's great and then like a lot of my cousins were going to med school right. and you know going to be like a nurse etc i would build them computers to go go to college and they would take take that with them and it'd be well, like customized you know if they were a woman or a man it could be like pink or whatever the case may be like that was like my thing, so. And
2: I'm thinking back in the day, I can could, I could remember being seven and seeing my first computer. You know how like, you had to put yeah. the disc in yeah, to yeah, like get was... your like software, right. like all your AOLs, all discs. Like right. the fact that you even knew at seven, yeah. I was sitting there clicking buttons like, Minesweeper? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't even know how to take it. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Even Gen Z now, I guarantee you, they can't look at a computer and know how to take it apart without typing in Google.com. How to take a no of for sure? Can't. I think
1: a lot of it had to do with the people that I surrounded myself with, right? Yep. And so, as I mentioned, a lot of my friends were online, and like their knowledge at one point surpassed mine. Mm. And so, like they'd say a lot of things that I didn't know, and so to keep up with them, I have to like Google terms or research what they were talking about, and then the next day act like I knew what I was talking about, and then that acting came into something that I actually knew what I was talking yeah. about. And so that's why I think it's really important to like if you're trying to be an expert. At something is really surround yourself by people that know that. I know. Nineteen ninety eight, right? Huh? Nineteen ninety eight. Yeah, yeah. So when you say online, what do you
4: you mean? Like this is the age of where the internet was coming. This is before. This is actually. Like dial-up, right? Like group chats, yeah, huh? So
1: like. It, so yeah, yeah. AOL. 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 AOL, AOL AIM, ICQ. Netscape. Yeah. Netscape. That's crazy. Yeah, I remember AIM too. I remember yeah. that. What your Netscape? AIM then, Kenny? Huh? What a- was a- your a- name name? was well, um, my job my, 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 <laughs> a- like K- for life. K-Bottle 70. K-Bottle a- 703. Was Mine was my, my RLT streets. Because RLT stand for Rollett, which yeah. is ma- where I'm from in Texas. Yeah. And then streets because I love to be outside and play basketball. So that was like my name that I just went to. Yeah. All the kids
2: out there, man. Y'all missed a time. Y'all don't know. No cell phones or nothing. You just knock on your boy's door and be
4: let's go hoop. It's not even that, it's the dial up. It's the dial-up internet. And then your mom my mom come on the.
1: Don't get off, get off the internet! No, no, no! I gotta use the phone. But I don't know if it was like this for you guys. Is sometimes when you would get calls, it would knock you off. they Knock me yeah, off. i yeah, me <laughs> off the yeah, internet. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. John, I gotta ask you a question. How do you feel about ChatGPT?
1: Um, ChatGPT. I think right now we're going through a phase right now on the internet that AI is going to revolutionize the world. And so when I think about AI, it's going to be complementary to what we do as a human being. And so if you think about right now when you're writing a document, um. have to let's say if you're writing a proposal a business plan you have to think about key things in terms of like what is my business going to be how's it going to operate etc ai comes into play to where it can answer those questions for you based on what you feed it back so think of it as your own personal assistant to your day-to-day needs Mm. right and so for me chat gpt is awesome because you can use it in many ways the key thing is you have to basically understand what you're asking of it Mm -hmm. a lot of times when people are introduced to new technology they don't use it in the way that it was probably intended to it takes time for people to really get adopted to you know how it works and so forth and so for example chat gpt can um make the most difficult the most difficult tasks like easier than Mm -hmm. versus something that would take you hours to do you can do it with a matter of seconds Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. so um i think it's good i think AI right now is everywhere right so is just one just of the one many thing, AI right. companies that are popping up I see mm-hmm.
2: a lot of um, ads right now when it comes just AI just for like the simplest thing like hey I want to make a short video right? right there's AI literally right. you put the long form video into it and it makes it a short because you know yeah. how like yeah yeah but it's like just even minute of that like i want to put Do you think that would affect society in a negative way I, I was going to ask technology might, might be too powerful where
0: it might just affect humans
2: yeah so
1: i think it's a good question i think a lot of times when people say that it's based on what you consume the type of content so if you watch movies like terminator mm. etc people immediately Black get scared themselves. but if you take a step back and you look at where technologies come think about the actual remote control the remote control was invented to make it easier for you to turn on your com- your TV, but you don't necessarily need it. You could just go switch that down yeah. and turn it on. Mm-hmm. Sure, Uber, the concept for Uber, if you really take a step back and think about it, is you're getting in the car with a stranger. When it first launched, no yeah. one would use Uber. we no, are no. like, I'm not getting in a car with a stranger, but then the question you have to ask yourself is, what is a taxi driver? That's a stranger, stranger. Right? but because that's the norm that you've grown up with. And mm. so with AI, it'll be the same thing. I, I definitely think the, you know the government will come into play and there'll be regulations in terms of how you use it, mm-hmm. and so forth. But it's going to basically be designed of how do you make your life easier and do more tasks that maybe would take you hours to do. You can do, you know, as I mentioned, a matter of seconds. But, but I see if what he's life is when so easier, like You don't that, think that though.
0: would take away from all the jobs out there? It mm-hmm. is
1: going to affect jobs. So even if we talk about editing right now, mm-hmm. AI is going to get so good that <laughs> you could be making a YouTube video or this podcast, and you could say, "Hey, I want to edit points to where take out points to where John references this." where I want it to look like Mr. Beast's wow. edit. Wow. And then AI uh. will take that information and cut it up into you in that way. That's where it's going to. to John, where, how,
4: about, how about the high schools and middle schools and stuff? Like, wait, that, that's my only concern is like, what well, we did, we used to sit there and, write they, essays. and we write essays. But what do you think about? Yeah, I mean, I like? think
1: what's happening now is there's going to be software that'll be created that will basically detect AI. Right. And so what will happen is uh you know, school a guy that's in high school that maybe uses AI to write his essay, the teachers will have to do like an extra step of like inserting it into the software and scanning it to see if it was AI or not. So mm. I'm just worried about these kids, man. Like it's the future. Yeah, they're allocating <laughs> billions of billions of dollars. Well, well, so the one thing that I also would say was when the internet first went live, the same concerns you guys are talking about is what everyone had like, there's too much information yeah. out there. The kids are just gonna basically research everything and copy and paste it. But then education got smarter, right? They put in like rules and regulations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they had to detect that. The same thing will happen with AI as well.
2: So I ain't gonna lie. Uh, if my teacher's watching this, don't be mad at me. I definitely did that before. What? Definitely copy and paste or something online.
4: <laughs> but <laughs> they had that. And during two, they, I mean, the, I was they later. though. there was a software back when we were getting ready to graduate in high yeah. school. There was a software where they could they could filter it through. Yeah, and, and basically see how like, much of like how much was, of, much was the word, how much, yeah, was, yeah, how yeah. much of the words were on the internet, but. You're right, man. If it makes your life easier, I guess. But I mean, exactly. that's the f- machine learning. I'm scared yeah. of like, like, so for, like for example, one of the of things up.
1: that I did is like, I have an accountant that does my taxes. I asked Chat GPT to do my taxes and it did it for me the exact same way. The you did exact this? same, way. yeah. This is here. No. Yeah. It did so my entire taxes. Do your taxes. nuts. Yeah, but you have to be very specific in terms of what you're wanting it to do. Wow. I just want to test it out. But to how see does if it, it know like
0: all your statements? Because and... what you
1: do is you basically, it doesn't even have to be like neat. You can just copy and paste all your statements in there digitally, right, into like an Excel file and then basically copy it into chat GBT and then tell it what exactly you're trying to do. And yeah, it did my don't, You don't have the free
4: version. You got the premium. Yeah. Ah, yeah, he doesn't have the free version, he has nah, the premium that's version. It's gonna the take free. away you a the... lot of
0: service jobs, it, it bro, i telling will. you. It will. It will. And that's yeah. what's gonna affect like, what... people in a negative aspect. But it's the aspect. same
1: thing, I think, as we evolve as human beings, there's a yeah. lot of blue collar jobs that were back then to where people were like farmers, et cetera. They evolve. New jobs will also be created. It's that era. It's that area It's that era. That's how
4: this tides turn. And it's just the tide's turning right now. Um, a question I had
0: was kind of backtracking a little bit. You being in this, these rooms that are worth billions and billions of dollars and being a minority, or maybe the one of the only African-Americans in it, did you face
1: any obstacles? Oh, absolutely. I mean, I think one of the things I probably should have been mentioned is when you have these executive roles and you find out that you're the only one, you know, I used to ask myself the question, why? But then it became into, okay, I'm into... Work hard and almost like lay the groundwork so others behind me and almost prove myself in front of all these people that we deserve a seat at the table, mm, right? Mm. And so, um, in many ways, it's almost like working two jobs. The first is doing the your actual core job and make sure you're doing it well. But then also the second job is making sure that I represent us accordingly, mm. right? Not just for Black people, for all my all minorities, you know. And so, there's sure. definitely been a lot of pressure there.
0: I mean, we're talking a lot of working, Still. working, working. I know you play hard too. You have a <laughs> oh, you, you have a hey, private hey, hold chat. deal. You have yeah. before you say that. <laughs> do, you remember,
4: do you remember the day? Um, remember when I was with you in the office and we saw his uh, story and he showed his schedule. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, Raj, this man's schedule said. It said like from six a.m. to like he 5 had one at six six to six thirty, and in the same meeting he had one from six fifteen <laughs> to six thirty. I said, nah, nah he, I was was, <laughs> he was overlapping <laughs> meetings. Overlapping meetings. He was gonna be here and talk to the other person. There. It was crazy. Yeah. Stack. It's just no time. And one of the, the realest things I, I, you told me once. You said, the going out. And there's nothing. You know, what I mean, going out and all of this. I don't have time for that because I cannot afford to be hungover the next day.
1: Yeah. Because you're you so you right, that? you don't yeah. drink. Yeah, I don't drink, I don't smoke. Wish there's nothing wrong with that. There's it's not nothing wrong me. About, But he said, I can't me. afford
4: to be hungover the next day. And I thought it about like it. That. You look at that schedule. How can Cause you do that? Because it messes be your clarity right. up in the next how? day. How? You can't focus. Three, four hours of day, you're going to be hungover. You're over here talking about, I'm in pain. I'm about to throw up. I'm, I'm this. You wasted three, four hours right there. Do you feel
0: like the fact that you, at, a, at a, such a young age, you made that decision of not doing drugs or alcohol and stuff, do you think if you had done that, you would have been where you are today?
1: Um, it's tough to say because like I have like sisters and brothers that certainly drink and have smoked and they've been very successful. Like my mm. sister, my older sister's a doctor and so forth. But I think for me, my parents were extremely strict. Like the foreigner strict. Like yeah. yeah. you, have, you couldn't have a girlfriend until you like get married and they approve them and yeah. stuff like that. And yeah. so, and I think what made my work ethic so strong was my my uh, parents used to fabricate the stories. They would talk about how they had to like walk to school in all white oh, and wrestle the lion. That's a meme and have to beat like, wow. up a zebra. That's an African and, meme yeah. right there. They always talk about how they had to walk to school, <laughs> yeah, five miles 500 to 500 miles to school and stuff. And so as a kid, you had no choice but to believe that. And as, as I got older, it actually made me proud of my parents. I'm like, wow, they actually had to sacrifice a lot for me. The least I could do is be successful mm-hmm. um, and you know, kind <laughs> of going from there.
0: That's crazy. That's crazy. So the back to you now. You you're, you're, you play hard. Obviously, it's not like partying and stuff. But yeah. for you, it's like you love cars. You have a crazy cars. car collection. Mm-hmm. You just got a private jet. You've been traveling yeah. the world. Let's you talk about it. Yeah. yeah, you got a private jet. Yeah, that,
1: I'm uh, uh, going to be like,
0: going places where you Yeah, talk about it, yeah. <laughs> let's talk about talk it. Talk about man. the jet. It's good. Talk I about mean,
1: the me, gas cost on the jet. Man. For me, when I'm traveling, most of the time it's for business. But I also try to incorporate like play where I have some fun. And so oftentimes if I am going somewhere for like some meeting or to meet with someone, then I'll probably dedicate a day to do so. I got in the cars during COVID because there was really like not much to do. And a lot of my friends in tech, we're like, hey, like, let's go buy cars and like cruise around because we can't be near each other. Hmm. And that's when I was like, oh, actually, driving cars is actually not, not bad at all, you know. And so I just got into the car thing. What
2: car did you buy? I thought you brought it to the store. Uh, what car was that? Uh, it was a Lambo? Yeah, I bought it was a, a Lamborghini a Lambo. and, yeah, a, yeah.
1: And, a, and a McLaren 720. At Are you the same part of the, the Sunset Boys? Jesus. You know, I call them the Sunset Boys. The dudes <laughs> who uh, meet up on Sunset and they just be driving. You know, no, like, a, we know have Santa our, our own. 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 We yeah. kind of have our own crew. I'm talking like we the Fast, Fast and Furious or something. But we have our own crew.
0: Just like, can probably, like around like, and, and stuff. On so. the ocean or they something. they, they, they got some <laughs> new tech joint, dog. Yeah. That's
3: crazy. I remember yeah. when
0: he got like, it was a Lambo and you were like, you and the coworkers are like, let's just go buy a, a new car today. <laughs> and everyone just bought it in cash. Yeah, I mean, it's-, <laughs> it's Wait, that's a real story? Yeah. This, this story is a real story you told me about this. Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, I'm not like a flexor about nah, it, nah, it. no, yeah. I just like to be like low key. You know, and most of the time I don't even drive my cars. Like I Uber, I usually get, get around it. It just depends on where I'm going. Mm-hmm. So what'd you do today? Today? Uh, today, what did I do? I Uber. Good. Regular. How do you choose that? Like what, what makes you be like? Uh, I, it just depends where I'm going. Like every now and then I do like to drive, but I just like to be low key because I always <laughs> want anyone to feel like they can come up to me and talk to me. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? So, I uh-huh. um, And I, I just want that. everyone to feel like I'm just like them. Yeah, yeah, you know I mean? yeah, yeah. There's that certain was- environments, especially in LA, I've learned that it benefits you like your appearance matters. Yeah. I can I can't tell you how many deals I've been involved where I strategically Drove my car, but I waited for the person to see me. Yeah, because once they see me, they're like, "Yo, hey, this man got we it." Talk about the deal. Talk about this theory all the time. So I the if
4: you can
0: barely afford it, just do it because it'll open more yeah, it opportunities for doors. you that you'll never that's get. That's 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 perception that's is everything. A deal, if, if
4: a deal didn't, if a deal wasn't for the deals and stuff, a deal would never bought a Rolls Royce. I would never yeah. bought it. i deal with have cool But I knew, but I knew the Rolls Royce, even the Maserati.
0: The Maserati. You put it outside the store, or you put the Rolls Royce outside the store. The people just associating the store with a car and associating me it just opens so many more right, I do and i've gone through this wow. just like That's
1: that yeah. right there, success is what everyone wants in their own form mm-hmm. and so when people see a glimpse of it whether it's like what you're wearing or what you're driving immediately in their brain they're like i want to be a part of that they don't even care about your backstory and so oftentimes i would meet with people places and i would time it I'm like, okay, we have to be there at 12. I know this person's probably going to arrive at like 12, 10, and so I would pull up so they would see me. Mm-hmm. And after I get out the car, they're like, John, let's do a deal. Right? <laughs> yeah, he, said, he said, it's, I'll so, pull up true. it's so, yeah. so true. I'll yeah, pull down it's literally so true. Perception
0: is everything. Yeah. It's good yeah. though, yeah. though, if it builds curiosity. like, damn, he's got, I know sure. who he is, but now look, he has this Rolls yeah, right. Royce he has a Lambo And I was like, more inclined to like want to work with him. Exactly. Exactly. Because you're the 1% or you're 0.01%. Exactly. Wow, that's so crazy that you say that works.
1: You got to build strategy. I mean, these are things that I learned throughout the way. When I first started my career, it was all about working hard. But then as I evolved, my career it's all about work working smarter. And so working mm-hmm. smarter is like increasing my network. I'm always constantly evolving the people that are around me. Like I still have friends, but, you know, one of the things that my mom used to tell me when I was a kid is she was like, all your friends are not the same. When you're a kid, you treat your friends all the same. Yeah. But you start to learn you have friends you do different things with, friends you do business with, friends you go to the clubs with, mm-hmm. etc. Mm-hmm. But you have to constantly always evolve that circle of people around you, especially if you're trying to get to where you want to go. But then also making sure that you understand that you have to give value back. I think in LA Everyone wants to know like who you know and what you do, but there's no value that they give back other than you trying to help them get to the next level. Oh, and so yeah, it has yeah. to be like this so mutual exchange That's value. That's the thing that Is it, is it like that in tech, uh, Have you run into those type of people in tech? In tech, it's not really like that. We're not really like it, tech is all about knowledge. And so people will size you up based on like what you know, mm-hmm. right? Um, knowledge-wise and such right. to make sure you're talking about that. Once you like Check that box. Everyone wants to collaborate, right? Because we're always coming up with different ideas of what we want to do and so forth.
2: Yeah. yeah, it's crazy. That's how. it tech is tech will make the world go around. It oh, does. Man. And
1: so if you don't if if you don't speak like I always tell people, I speak multiple languages. I speak Nigerian. I speak English, and I also speak facts. Tech mm. is facts. If you don't speak facts, people don't necessarily like how often, respect you. Nigerian? How often? Randomly? How often do you go to Nigeria? Uh, the last time I went was like. Three years ago. I still have okay. a lot of family there. Yeah. I'm trying to buy a house there yeah, actually. Yeah. Um so I can mm-hmm. like go at least once a year and so yeah. forth. So that's the wave. You know, like
4: everybody, you know, everybody's going out to like West Africa yeah, now absolutely. on December and just doing the same thing they do in LA. Yeah.
1: Doing the same thing they do in, yeah. in London and stuff. It's 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 interesting, man, because like when I was growing up, being African was not cool. <laughs> no, no, you got made fun funny. of. Made hey, now, was say. Now, now you're
4: gonna need another podcast.
1: I'm serious, like I don't mean, you know what happened in the last five to ten years, but like it used to literally He's be the roast of me. Crazy, be you like, get yo. roasted. And the roasts were good too, John, give John. people they'd credit. Say, they'd tell you African booty Yeah, they're like, blah, blah, Oh, blah. oh <laughs> your parents
4: are naked, you <laughs> guys yeah. eat tarantulas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and hey, with hey John. Keep going, keep going, keep going. <laughs> John? Oh my God, that one, I'll never forget. Yeah. People would be like this, hey, yo, Kenny. Yeah. Or <laughs> yeah. be like, so speaking in a click language. Yeah, yeah. But I will say this, they'll be sweet. You know, I'm really proud of how, how much on the scene it is. People, a like chance to rapper, Vic Mentz, all these people, they're always in Ghana and Nigeria, blah, blah, blah. But you know what, man? I, even though, you know, if y'all don't know this, he's Nigerian and um, he's Nigerian descent, I'm Guyan descent. It's, it's kind of like, it's like it's like a little little rivalry there. Who has the better rice, who has the better food? Oh, for sure. Oh, these guys goodness. put on, I'll say Nigeria put on, put everybody on to this new wave where everybody's trying to be in touch with the African roots. Burn a boy, Whiz yeah, kid. Absolutely. Um Thames, all these you know, all these artists and stuff. Nigeria got that, and I think that's a big part. The music is a big part of what is Lagos, Lagos in Nigeria. Yeah, yeah Lagos. Oh yeah, 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 I heard his vibes. Out there. Yeah, we gotta all go, go all sometime, oh, Nigeria. No, yeah. I mean it's just on crazy, man. Oh, we can all go. I got the private jet. I'm doing
1: right now. I'm pulling this We'll send him out. I it. am going to the jet. Yeah, but it's crazy, man. Because like literally in the last five to ten years, everything that made challenges for me in terms of being African, being a nerd, being dark-skinned, all the stuff is cool that's now. Cool, cool. It's yeah. the new wave, you yeah. know, I'm like, <laughs> you literally though. is, <laughs> literally, <laughs> literally, I'm like, hey, it's, know, it's cool, now. everybody. That's like, crazy you know, it's, that you said that, man. So,
2: the number one yeah. thing is success though, man. Success don't got no color, nah. it don't. You don't got no face, it yeah. don't got no brain, <laughs> if done, you man. see success, everything will gravitate towards you,
1: that's just that's, period. That's crazy. And people always ask me that are like, are you successful? Do you think you're successful? And I know this is very like I know with all the things that I've sort of mentioned, I would say no. And the reason being is because I know that I haven't reached my peak yet of what Mm -hmm. all the things that I want to do. Mm -hmm. And there's so many things that I want to do to impact this world. Yes, I've I've best I basically have experienced success and I've done a lot of amazing things. There's also still a lot of things that I want to do more. And like for me, giving back is really important, Mm -hmm. whether it's through knowledge, um, whatever the case may be, like I just like to inspire people and help people out. That's why I'm always involved in like a lot of different things with mm-hmm. people. You know, there's like this black startup that was like my first black startup that I got to advise for. To me, that was important because when I was growing up, there were no black startups. Never. And so yeah. I'm like, okay, let yeah. me help out there. So, Are you making any uh, investments? Like what do you? Yeah, so I mean, I used to invest a lot into startups, but what I started to find was a lot of startups who say that they don't want my money, my, my money. They want me to be involved in their startup. And so like time equates to money. And so Mm -hmm. a lot of the times it's like, I'll work with these startups on specific projects or tasks, or maybe even take an interim role to help them get to point A to point D. And that's more valuable to them versus me like investing a couple couple hundred K or whatever the case may be. Mm -hmm. Your time is money, your your, your connections, your
0: resources.
1: Yeah. It's it's more valuable, it's priceless. Yeah, it's like, imagine you like, you know, you have your startup and then Elon Musk is like, do you want me to be involved in your startup and be a day-to-day role? Or do you want me just to invest money, right? Mm-hmm. And so like in some cases it may just be better to have him involved because him picking up the phone and calling someone. He can get to mm. anybody in the world mm, and boy, so forth. So there's true. like, hey, you know, a lot of pros to that. Didn't, didn't think about, about that. that. Yeah, if, you got right, board, if you got Elon
4: uh, Musk on board, you raise the money right there. Exactly. exactly. You can That's kind like, of yeah. like
2: that meme with Jay-Z, remember? They're dinner like, would you take um, the million dollars? <laughs> or, or sit down. A, no, seriously, a 40, uh, 40 minute dinner yeah. with Jay-Z. Everybody was like, "Yeah, give me that million dollars." But yeah. it's just like you never know. Those forty minutes, those forty minutes with Jay Z, he might
0: back your new startup, and that will make a
2: He might end it to this person. He might end this to this man. Let me ask you a question yeah. though. But that's what if crazy.
4: it's? I, I, I agree with that. But what if it's just forty minutes with them? Like, I'm just gonna take his dollars. That's all. A I'm, not putting a you. I'm not putting you on I'm not co-signing your startup I'm not co-signing ideas Listen know, I'm going to talk to you for 40, 40 minutes 40 minute. No no Roger this is what I'm asking I'm not asking you What if this is okay. it Jay-Z is right here Talking to you And he said I'm giving you 40 minutes Don't hit my phone after this Don't hit my phone after <laughs> this Don't hire me I'm not following you on Instagram <laughs> I'm just going to give you game And that's what you do with a game Or I'm handing you The one mil right now What are you doing Alright, you, par- you
2: said the a You said a parameter kind of no, like. No, no of I'm, I'm Jay Z said <laughs> don't hit over. my
4: phone, I'm not co-signing, nothing. You can't. <laughs> okay. Also, don't tell the people I sat in the room with you or anything. But it's just I'm giving you game. <laughs> well, you're taking, right, yeah, right, you right. taking the mail What kind of, of game? game what kind
2: of game? Is he teaching me how He's to Teaching make you
4: how to do 40
2: million? How to make 40 mil. I'm taking the 40 minutes. Okay. If you teach me how to make 40 million dollars, but but I'm talking about. But then it's not the dollar amount. It's about the knowledge that I can pass on to somebody else to make money. But how he's teaching you is telling
4: you, yo, hey, listen, man, you got to get sharp, man. You got to get your mind. All right, see, you're (laughs) studying the most important thing. I'm taking a million dollars. Okay. You're only telling me
2: what's my name. I got to (laughs) answer. No gentlemen, You
1: have our answer. No, but I think to your point, what's important is when you're trying to find success, it's really important to surround yourself, as I mentioned, by people that can help elevate you. And take you to the next level. And so, like, one of the things that I found throughout my career, even like outside my, my sort of professional career, is um, one of the things that I didn't enjoy doing was actually like networking and meeting people. A lot of people don't know this about me, but I'm an introvert. I prefer to stay inside. Mm-hmm. I prefer to like, be by myself. I've told him so many times to come out. You don't <laughs> yeah. want to come out. <laughs> yeah. like, I prefer to. But the moment I stepped outside and I went to an event, or a party and I got to know someone, it equated to something much bigger. and I started to realize that I'm like, wow, you know, you just go meet people. I went to a party last year. Um, One of my good friends, Brian Sheth, he's like a venture capitalist. He has been begging me to come to his party. He's like, You got to come to my party i've come to my party i was like okay fine and i went there and it was like the most exclusive party I ever went to you had to sign ndas they took your cell phone we walked in bezos was there beyonce it was like everybody it's like such a confined group of people Mm -hmm. that i was able to talk to them get to know them share ideas and now they've now become a part of my network you know, that's how it um,
0: is I always tell people uh, get right. out your comfort zone and go meet people like cool got face you. wouldn't be where we are today if we never went out and networked we would've just been another shoe store yeah. you know what I mean and
1: you guys have such a huge brand you got celebrities coming in here and, and that's everything. all because
0: yeah. of, we put a face it's out there for them. Adil, Adil that honestly it. I kid
2: you not bro we would go out Adil used to have a stack of business cards with him legit I don't think I ever told that story <laughs> he we literally went I remember when we first moved here and hand out business cards
0: in the in the club I kid you not when we first moved out I remember this we went to Staples and we printed out business cards all of us and I would literally st- I was carry like, like a lot maybe like 50 every night and I was our goal was you, if you didn't pa- pass that every single one that means you didn't get the job done that means you weren't your were full on girls and you're doing grind, this dog. but and honestly that opened so many doors for us. for us like so many doors literally from every celebrity to there's there's random people coming in the store because we that's how you blow up a brand
1: no i mean i i mean what you're talking about it resonates so well with me when i was younger and i was living in texas at the time there wasn't a lot of people out there that wasn't tech like it was today Mm -hmm. and there are a few people that lived in my neighborhood that were and so what i would do was i would ask to cut their grass as Mm -hmm. a way to like get in with them. Okay. And then after I would get done, I would have conversations with them about tech to mm-hmm. see if there's things that I could learn about and so forth. So it's true, Relationships man. Relationships are everything. It man. is, it is. is.
0: They are everything. For us, we're fortunate that We have a massive brand now and we have a product that attracts so many different people. So it's easier to get into those doors. Yeah. Um but it, it's just been a crazy just journey Just like him, he got
2: on some heat right now. <laughs> yeah. He's all heat.
0: Oh, the guy that introduced us, Mike Glue, that's how I met him. Uh, through exactly.
1: shoes. Yeah. Yeah. Literally, literally yeah. sneakers. Yeah. yeah. How many yeah. shoes you have in your collection, you think? Um so I had a you l- have
0: an insane closet
2: I by know, the way it's
1: it's it's bad man actually I did like an inventory count even saying that even sounds ridiculous <laughs> inventory um, probably, probably, <laughs> you probably got an app for it too so I have a storage where I keep a good chunk of them but I say total now because I gave a bunch away. maybe like close to 500 pairs oh, oh wow yeah 100 pairs yeah
2: I remember um, Ben <laughs> Ben followed oh. your Instagram. He was like,
1: "Dog."
4: Oh, he was showing. Dog,
1: you got to see his house. That's how he see showed it.
2: me his story. He was like, "He got a pool in his living
4: room." Yeah, <laughs> uh, <I>, no, <laughs> like, no, no, no. What? That's the joint. That's the joint With the, was it? I remember Ben was showing us uh, the one with the. Did you have fish? Yeah. Did you have like fish inside? Yes. Yeah. A yeah fish yeah. like. I can't even explain it. His IG stories stories literally inspire
0: me. Yeah, yeah. I remember when you were doing bringing in all the furniture. You had custom furniture from like all over the world being shipped in. Yeah, yeah. You just seen this bed? It was like the craziest bed. Yeah. How does that work? Do
4: you got somebody who finds
1: that stuff, or or, um, so a lot lot of stuff I design myself. So like a lot of the furniture, like I hired someone to put it together, but Mm -hmm. I designed it. But then most of it just came from like around the world, or from like stores that are around here. So, So. It took about a year because of COVID, everything was on um, back order and stuff. So. That's a blessing, man.
0: Before we end this video on this podcast, it's been a dope podcast. Any words of advice for any up and coming person out there that's trying to get into either the tech space or just trying to make it?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think the first point I would say is like the quote that I live by that I said, so aspire to inspire before you expire is um, for me, it's all about going hard and making sure that you um, learn, so have more knowledge. And so, I think a lot of people get unmotivated because they don't know the first step to take. But there's so much information out there in the world. It's just watch some videos, like get educated about what you want to do. But then, second is surround yourself by people that are going to motivate you. When I first got into tech in college, and Samsung offered me a job at at Samsung yeah. in college. All my friends at the time hated on me because they were like, you're too young, blah, 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 But in reality, that's what they were going to school for was to get a job there, yeah, right? right? And so I immediately knew that I had to like change my circle and be around people that were gonna inspire that's me. And so I think with those things, and then also have goals. I'm like a huge goal person. Like I look at my goals every single day. Mm-hmm. When I wake up in the morning, they're on my phone and I look like, how am I tracking? It could be personal goals. It could be professional goals, et cetera. And so I'd say with those three things, those should start to attribute to success.
2: Mm. Well so said. I, I took uh, some notes, man. My daughter is uh, one. I'm gonna make sure she get oh, her congrats. computer done by seven. <laughs> <laughs> I got it. I got it. You, you gotta do it by six, actually. <laughs> got it. Made, made by five, brother. Yeah, yeah. You
0: know. Nah, appreciate <laughs> your
1: point. Yeah, right, appreciate, man. I wish yeah. You Johnny, yeah like like John, like what? I can't, I can't no, wait to come back. Man. No, I'm sure you're always welcome. I, and I remember private jet to. Oh, absolutely. We it up right now. Lagos. Turn out there.
0: Turn it out there. Hit the subscribe button. YouTube, Spotify, Apple, shout out to Vocal, shout out to everybody. Um, we just topped 20,000 subscribers. Shout out to everybody Let's that's go. been watching 10 this. Million, 10 million views, Ten, over 10.5 million views 10 now. Um, to everyone out there, thank you for kicking with Cold Cakes. Peace. Peace. Appreciate it, man. That was good. That was cool. that was